Welcome back to the Palomar Podcast. Um, we're on episode 16 this week, uh, and we are chatting to Daniel and Sammy, who are two of Kenyan's K1 Whitewater Slalom athletes. Um, the boys are not long back from Spain, and they travelled out there for the Olympic qualifiers. Yeah, so you might remember uh, back on our second or third episode, third episode our second episode with a guest, uh, we chatted to Glenn. Um, who works out in Kenya, he works on the, on the River Tanner, and he was chatting all about the community project and everything they were doing out there. So Sammy and Daniel um, have grown up around the Tanner, and they'll tell us all about that, and they, they turn on that river all the time. So they, they kind of paddle in that, in that community, and they, they talk all about kind of how they grew up, how they got into paddling, um, and what it was like to travel over to Spain to compete in, in the competition. So really, really interesting chat with the two of them. Um, really cool, really talkative. And yeah, super, super easy to get on with and super friendly guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there might be a couple of wee moments during the episode where the audio was a bit crackly. They are in, back in Kenya, so the signal um, wasn't perfect all the way through, but they do, it does come back in. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> How are you two? Uh, we are good. What about you guys? Good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, thank really you. good. Thank you. It would be really cool to start with if you could just um, either or first, just introduce yourself and tell us a bit about about you as a as a kayaker, as a person, and anything you want to tell us. Really, would be would be brilliant. Okay, I'm Sammy. Um, I'm a kayaker. How I started when I was young, I could see people paddling down the river. My home is like had a 300 meters away from the Tana River. So I could see people rafting down, some people kayaking down, and I was interested. Um, when I was about 17, I, this, uh, I found that we had a slalom club, and I decided to ask whether I can join. Um, someone allowed me and I started training. Um, I have done it for a few years, not few, maybe it's like almost over 10, <laughs> nine, 10 years. It's good experience. Had you ever kayaked before you joined the slalom club? Oh, before I joined the slalom club, I didn't do any kayaking, but I was swimming along the river, just swimming, no, no kayaking. Okay, so you, you'd spend a lot of time in the water anyway, so you were quite confident with, with kind of uh, flipping and rolling and, and swimming around if you had to? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And Daniel, if you could tell us about yourself. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is Daniel here. So I'm uh, actually from Kenya. Um, uh, I'm actually a neighbor of Savage Wilderness. It's, it's about 500, 500 meters from where I live to the camp. And uh, this is where I grew up. And this is where I went to school as well. So uh, since I was a kid, I was a kid. So I used to see the buses from Savage Wilderness passing by, uh, by our house. So, and um, I used to go to the, to the roads, just to the road to see them passing with the rafting, kayaking. And I was quite interested of doing what they're doing. So, where we 
we go out, so we normally go to the river because it's not too far from where we live. So um, I started when I was very young to swim, just to swim, to jump from the trees to the water. Yeah, swimming with a with a with a gallon, you know. So yeah, a water and, container. Yeah, water container. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> such a things and um, yeah, with my older brother. And then, yeah, so from uh, when I was in primary school, this is when I started now uh, going towards the river and seeing now people kayaking down, yeah, passing through. And then, yeah, I came with that. Like, I had that mind of, yeah, why should I not join them? Maybe I asked them. I was too scared. Maybe I can go upside down if I try. Maybe I'll drown. Yeah. But we have a crab, a rocker crab here in uh, in Kenya. So this is where people now start doing slalom when they are they are young so i came across a guy by the name titus he's now our coach of kenyan team so i asked him if i can join them and then that time they were actually registering with 500 shillings to register this is kenyan shillings so i couldn't afford to pay 500 shillings so i went back home and asked my mom if she can pay and then i can join the club so she did she paid for much for me and then i joined the club so i think i was in we say standard is seven here that's year seven something like that okay so, so were you would you have been 11 or 12. yeah i was 14 years by that time 14 years okay yeah. Yeah. nice so i tried to train with them uh, with um, like old people than me yep. yeah <laughs> and then there, i remember there was a coach in she was uh, called I think Mali, something like that. I can't remember, it was it's many, many years ago. So she's the one who was uh, doing training and Titus as well. So yeah, this is where I come across her. She was a very nice coach. So I start training and then uh, I had like two hours because I have to go to school. And then when I come back to school, that when I'm off to school, that is five. I have to train from five to six and then back home because you need to go home and fetch some water, uh, firewood and a lot of things. So you have less hour to train and then back home. Yeah, so yeah. I developed my skills that way, that way. And then uh, later on, I joined Savage Wilderness. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Nice. So when you both started kayaking, what did your, what were your family's reactions to it? Had they seen, because they would have seen everybody going to and from the river and they'll have seen people jumping in. Did they think you were, did they think you were crazy or were they very supportive of you going kayaking? <laughs> With the whole family, I think for me, uh, um, my sister, she's the oldest. I have a brother than me. They used to swim along the river. But for kayaking, even my mom and my dad, they were like, oh, you can't do that. It's, it's very scary. <laughs> you can drown. In, you can drown in that. Yeah, so... I was also, also scared of it, but after that, after I joined and did some water, like moving water and all this, I, I'm not scared of it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, um, yeah, on the first time they were quite scary, but they were like, you, you, you need to be careful of what you're doing. And then, yeah, you might drown, you know, this is, these are things for the white people. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you don't want to follow them. You need to know what you're doing there. Yeah. And then I said, oh, yeah, I think it's good. It's fun as well. It's like see people passing through the river, even when the river is high. 
this is something fun. And then, yeah. yeah. So that's good. And, and nowadays, obviously, you've you've gone to gone to the competitions in Spain, and and that's as a slalom that's as slalom paddlers. Do you spend as much time paddling whitewater kayaking as you do slalom paddling, or is it mostly slalom paddling that you do? Yeah, most of the times we do the creek boats, so whitewater kayaking, and in different rivers as well. We love the Tana River when the water level is coming up. But with the slalom kayaks, we don't, we, we do train it, but not that much. Yeah. Yeah, like what Sami said, uh, we do a lot of creek boats. This is a whitewater kayak because um, especially where we work, we normally deal with creek boats a lot. So this is what we normally do a lot because um, uh, we normally, move from different rivers yeah we've done several rivers and uh it's you can do even different rapid as well with the plastic boat and yeah and maybe uh, we do do slalom as well but not much with what we normally do with the correct boats because even here we normally do safety cards and all those things so a lot of things we normally do with correct boats so when did you when did you first decide you wanted to go to Spain to take part in the in the qualifiers? Because it was the qualifiers for the Tokyo Tokyo twenty twenty Olympics, wasn't it? So when did you first decide you wanted to go to Spain to to compete in that? Uh, so what happened in twenty fifteen? We had a uh, Africa Africa qualifiers for was it Leo twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, then we did a competition for our team, like for Kenya. Oh no, it was for Africa. Then actually we were with him and some other guys. So I was chosen as, there was a race, I was number four in Africa. So I was, I was given a chance to go for world championship in 2019 with another young guy. He was, I think 17 years old. So I didn't ask, uh, I didn't ask people like all oh, the, the, what, what can I say? <laughs> the elder people from yeah. the team or the coach, whoever, I didn't ask them to give me a chance. So they called me. And I was like, how, how am I going out for a competition? Uh, you were chosen since 2015. So I was like, okay, I had a passport and everything. I'll go. Yeah. I was given a chance. Yeah, so uh, I think I, uh, my first competition was in 2012. This is when I went to South Africa. I think I remember that was my first, first competition that I I took part, but before I go to South Africa, we had a competition here in Kenya. So to select people who are going to go to South Africa, this is what normally happen every time we travel in somewhere. So you have to call everybody, do a real a small competition here with some gates, go through and then they time you. So they get the best two, that is position one and two. If we got C1, we get K1 men, K1 women and one C1 women on men as well. So yeah, so I got a chance on 2012. This is, uh, I competed with my 
Faro boys here. And then I think I was first that time with K1. So I had a chance of going to South Africa to compete. And I, there was another guy who was called a fact that, sorry, he's passed away. He was doing C1 as well. And another ready, she was doing K1 as well, but she's no longer doing now. Yeah, so we went to South Africa to compete. I think it was African qualifiers as well. And then that is my first, my first, first, first experience, even my first time to go into the airplane. <laughs> first time to be on the airplane, it was 2012. I was quite excited because it was my first time. And yeah, it was not too long to go to South Africa. It was actually four hours from Kenya. But it was very nice. So when we landed in South Africa, it was different from this time we went to Spain. That time was very nice because there was no these pandemic of Corona. So everything was very nice. We went to a nice hotel. Yeah, we were doing training every day. So it was a training of two weeks and then a competition. So it was three weeks and then back home. So yeah, we trained for two weeks and then we went for competition. Yeah, I think that time I was, I was number four in the whole Africa, in South Africa. So I became number four in K1. And then, yeah, so we had our competition and then we train another one week and then back home. Yeah, and then from that time, we I've been doing training, 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 but I would say now, from that time, yeah, I'm still becoming old. So now, <laughs> Sammy took my place. Now he's better than me. So that's why, <laughs> that's why he went in 2016. Was it 2019? 2019. And then I was left here because he beat me actually. Yeah, so he had a chance of going to Spain before me. Yeah. yeah. And then I think this is the time he went to Spain and then you came back? Did you compete? Uh, we, comp we did the um, World Championship, but it was too hard for us. <laughs> I've never seen, I have never done such big course. Mm -hmm. uh, I can say the course we did, it was a big course than what we did. Yeah, we didn't do quite good. On 2019, we didn't do. We didn't get like good, good whatever, good, good qualification. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. And then, so this time we went with Sami. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had again a competition here, and then there was a selection of going because we don't want to say these people, these and these, these are the ones who are going there without doing competition. So yeah, and now this time there was three chances. There was one chance of K1. No, it was four, four chances. So we had to have three guys and so three gents and one lady. Three, three gents and one lady. So this is where Sammy beat me as well, but I was second. <laughs> so I was selected again to go. So I have myself, Sammy, and another boy. He's very young. I think he's 18 now. Yeah, so we had we went with Sami because there was a K two K one and a C one. So Sami mm -hmm. was doing C one, he was doing K one as well. So we went myself and Sami and that guy, and then we had another sort of already, but we didn't have any woman in our club this time. So yeah, that's what happened. And then this is the experience that we had to Spain now. It was very tough because of what going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah so. Actually, we were getting tested a lot, and I was quite, yeah. quite scared. <laughs> Lots of cotton swabs up your nose. Yeah, yeah. every minute, every time. <laughs> so let's start from here. Yeah, actually, we get tested the first time, and then we went. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was the day that we were meant to fly, but we couldn't fly because the visa that we got 
He didn't allow us. He didn't allow us to go to Amsterdam. Was yeah. it Netherlands? Yeah, Amsterdam, and then fly to to Barcelona. Yeah. So I think we had territorial visa instead of Shanghai visa. So we couldn't travel that night. Yeah. Uh, we had we, we had to be left behind, and then the plane took off. So we stayed for another another day, and then we thought that we're not going for a competition because the. I think the protocol in Spain says that once you get there, you have to go for quarantine for 14 days mm-hmm. before you yep. go for competition. And it was already less than 15 days. So, yeah, so you were cutting well, it very close. Yeah, yeah. So, so we stayed and then we thought, uh, it's over. We're not yeah, going to travel. Done. It's done. No because these less days, yeah. And then we built cold. Well, I think we were working actually. Uh, Grant called us, hey, there's a job, you can come down and work here. So we came to work because we don't, we're not traveling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that day I did SUP, stand up paddleboard and someone was doing something else. But yeah, at five, this is when we got a call. We needed a Nairobi to, the, uh, to get tested again. We travel again again. It was like, what? Are we traveling? Are you guys serious? <laughs> And then we packed and we head to Nairobi. We get tested and then they said, we're not traveling on that night. We're traveling this following day. And it was on 12th night, something like that. We had to stay from the, to, to the airport from 6 to 12. Yeah. And I, it, was, it was a lot of things happening there because we had to fill a lot of papers and other things we're doing online, getting tested again in the airport. Yeah. And then, yeah. Actually, we managed to get onto the plane. And nice. we'll, now this time we're not heading to Amsterdam. We went to Doha. This is Qatar, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then from Qatar to Spain. Yeah. And when you arrived in Spain, did, with, with your shortened timetable, did that mean that you didn't have any training runs? You just had to go straight for your competition? Or did you manage to get in one or two training runs before your timed run? Okay. So what happened, we had to stay in the house for seven days mm-hmm. then after seven days days um we did uh, we did training for three day three days the fourth day competition with the three days training it was one hour per day so either in the morning or in the afternoon you get one hour training go back in the room it was nice for us because ah it was super cold <laughs> i have never <laughs> seen <laughs> i say this is the time that I'll <laughs> never forget. Was it <laughs> cold on the water? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So was yeah, it the water that's... that was cold or was it? Yeah. 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 Very Everything. cold. Very cold. In the water, even you can't feel, I couldn't feel my fingers. You're gone. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. Yeah. Last time when we were there, it was on 2019, we were there in October. Mm-hmm. But this time it's in March, so no September, oh, September to October. We stayed for one month. Then this time, I think it's on March. It was in March, so winter. So too cold for us. Yeah, and then when we arrived to Spain, we had to get tested again. <laughs> Remember that <laughs> we had to get tested again before they let us move to our accommodation, which was from the, from the airport was, I think four hours drive to where we were going to, to stay. Well, so we get tested there, we wait for our results. The result came out, uh, we're good. So we had to travel. And then we went quarantine for seven days. 
this was was tough without even seeing outside if we mm-hmm. want to see outside look from the window so yeah it was tough seven days and then from the seven days we get tested again before we go to the course yeah, yeah, yeah. so once we get tested you get tested around 11 so on the 12 we went to see the course in the afternoon we trained one hour and then back to the to the hotel so we basically trained for three days, but I was very short because it was one hour in the course and then back into the house because there's a lot of people who are training there. So you can train everybody. You have to have like African team to train one hour and then another team to train one hour. Like that was the change. And what was the feeling from folks at home in Kenya? Were they excited for you to be going to Spain or were they kind of worried about the fact that you were traveling during a pandemic and that you were going to bring back COVID into the village or were they were they more excited that you had the opportunity to go for the Olympics? Um, did you say uh, uh, with the villagers like where, whether they mm. were scared of? Yeah mm. yeah somehow but you know when we came back I think they didn't even ask oh maybe you guys you have brought the COVID to us they didn't but what happened with us we stayed at home for a few days without joining with other peoples so they didn't ask much yeah it was was not as stressed i would say something like i was it was okay because with my mom she was like oh you're traveling okay be careful she was fine Yeah. yeah until the day that we came back because they didn't know actually what time or what day we coming back. <laughs> we just came yeah. over. Like, 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 uh, are you guys here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what were, what were people's reaction to you going to Spain to go kayaking? Because traveling internationally with your kayaks, are people kind of a bit confused by that or people very excited for you? Um, most of the people, they are excited and they are like, oh, you know, many people in our village, they have never been in a plane. They have never gone maybe away from their home. So they were like, oh, I would like, I would like to be in a plane. Maybe with the kayaking, I, they would like to join and do something or travel. Yeah, that's how the most, most of the people are. Yeah. Mm, and it was cool for everybody. They were quite happy for us to travel, actually. Yeah, they were asking for the pictures. And, yeah. Oh, I would yeah, like yeah. to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People asking what the, what the plane look inside, you know. Yeah, take a selfie, take a picture. Yeah, <laughs> it's good, you know. I mean, it's good for us. When you have such as, uh, when you have a chance of traveling, it's, it's, it's very nice, it's very nice for us. Because yeah, most of the people, wish if they can go where we went or they can go in a plane but you know yeah yeah so so did you travel with your own kayaks or did you did you borrow them in spain for the competition okay with the with our kayaks um we couldn't even travel with them the uh the model was 20 uh, we, we get the boats 208 we held them from 208 so the boats we're gonna meet other people with them out there yeah, new model, so your boat is like, it's it's not good. So with the International Canoe Federation, they organized some kayaks for us, but with the paddles and helmets, life jacket, we had to carry them from home. Okay. From here. 
Yeah, yeah, they they are not in a good order to be taken there. So we we had to even to fix them when we were doing training here. Yeah. The boats that came here from 2008 till now, uh, these are old old boats. So we couldn't carry them. So yeah. yeah. Um, what was your first impressions of the course? So when you arrived in Spain and you after you, after you quarantined for your seven days, you went down and had a look at the course. Were you kind of excited to see it? Was it a good looking course? Was it something that you thought was going to be a good course to match your paddling style or was it terrifying? <laughs> okay, in 2019, I was in the same same course we were this time. So I, I, I had like the picture on, of how the course is, but the water is cold, so it was somehow different and According to how I saw the course last time, I was a little bit scared of it. Yeah. Yeah. But we managed and we did we did the, the training and we we went for the competition. Yeah, so this was my first time there. So it was I was uh, I was very scared when I saw the course for the first time. I was I know I I'll swim actually. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I didn't know how the water is, so I had to fill with my hands. I had to put my hands into the water and feel the cold. And then, and then you didn't want to swim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want it. It was not me going upside down. <laughs> yeah, so when you, saw the, when, when you go somewhere for the first time, you, you're kind of scared even. When you go yeah. to different lifts, you're scared of the river. So I was scared of scared. And then I saw people running it like, a couple of times and I was like, oh. And then I asked Sammy, how is the course? Because you've been here. How, how did you find it last time you were here? And then he said, it was okay. I didn't, I didn't take a swim, so you'll be all right. So yeah, it was good to go as well. Uh, it was still difficult because uh, we came from the rooms and now we have less time to train and now it's competition. It's not a good weather for us because where it came from, it's, it's actually hot. It's good. You I never put like you clothes. <laughs> In here, you follow a t-shirt sometimes. Yeah. It's warm. So, really different. You can do that in Scotland as well, but you freeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 was, it was difficult, but it was nice experience as well. Yeah. We're just going to jump in and interrupt Sammy and Daniel here. Um, just to remind you that our book is now out on the shelves, the Padamore in Loch Lomond and the Trossachs guidebook. Um, if, uh, if you've not seen anything about the guidebook, it is your guide to paddling in the National Park. Yeah, if um, you want a preview of it, you can head on over to pestopress.com and you can see a 13-page preview of the book, see whether it's your sort of thing, but it talks through loads of great options for paddling in a national park whether you're an open boater whether you're a paddle boarder whether you're a whitewater junkie it's got a bit of everything for you it's in shops now 15.99 you can also get it directly from us just by sending us an email and um, to contact at paddlemore.co.uk right back to the episode back to the podcast <laughs> So when you, were, when you went for your first timed run, so you're sitting on the start line, you're waiting for, 
is it a buzzer? I can't remember. But you're waiting to be told to go. What was kind of going through your mind? Were you were you nervous? Were you just excited to be kind of finally onto the time run after all all of the stuff that kind of went before, or were you kind of really pumped up and 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 ready to go? Uh, so for my for the for the race, as that bell rings, like beep, you have to go. Uh, I just feel like my heart is pumping. I'm nervous and. I was taking it just easy, easy. I don't want to miss the gates. So, yeah, that's that's how I could feel. And are you a competitive person, Sammy? Mm. I'm not a competitive person. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just wanted to enjoy the kayaking and see how you did. Yeah, when I'm like in in a river which I know, um. That I, I maybe I can say in a grade two or one 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 and a half uh, grade. I'm I'm not I'm not too bad with it. I can paddle with confidence, but when I see like we have big drops and I have this pressure of getting through all the gates, that's when I just feel oh I'm nervous. Yeah. 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 So I was uh, I was okay with the first land, but with how the course was it was very difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how the gates was being set, especially the first the first 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 gates was quite hard for me because you coming from a drop and then you going to as a gate and then and then a gate here and another one here. So it was yeah, I was good to go. But this is why I think when I. I went for the first gate, the second gate. I touched the second gate. But I was good to go. Yeah, for the first run, I think I missed one gate, the whole course. And then the second run, I didn't miss any. So yeah, like I said, it was my first time there. So yeah, so I didn't know well the course. But for the second run and the third run, I was good to go. I was really happy with what I achieved, actually. Uh, for the for the semifinals. I had the C1 going first, then the K1 was next. So with the C1, I was like, I'm gonna go down with the C1 and see how the gates are because I, was, I wasn't confident doing the C1. And I was like, I'm gonna run it through with the C1 and see how it will be. Then with the K1, if I can do it with the C1, I'll do it with K1. So. I went like uh, nice and slow with the C1. I did all the gates, but I did a roll at some point, just one roll. Then I was like, oh, I managed it with a C1. So with the K1, I might be good. Maybe I was overconfident. Uh, I touched the first gate and <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> but eventually I managed to do, to do the whole course, but it wasn't my best run. On, on the trip yeah yeah uh, i would say well yeah i did my best yeah i was taking it quite quite easy or quite slow when i was going down because i didn't wanna i didn't wanna go upside down or miss like three or four gates because i we didn't have much of training there so yeah i take i take it easy so so i, I didn't have a good a good a good time 
So I didn't miss any gates. On the same year, I did a run in the morning. I didn't miss any gate, but I touched, I think, three gates. Um, my time was like, I, I did with like two, like two minutes, 30 seconds. So it wasn't a good time, but it was a nice land for me because I didn't miss any gates. But I touched a, a couple of gates. I say it was very nice for me. I was happy for me, uh, for myself. And now that you're back in, now that you're back home, you're back in Kenya, um, you're developing the, the local club, aren't you? You're kind of becoming part of that process where you're, you're now becoming, is that right? You're becoming coaches so that you can help develop the club so that you get kind of younger slalom paddlers involved. So last year we started with the youth development program. So we had some girls and boys, they are doing some activities. Some of the boys, they are doing quite good in kayaking. So I'm just loving it when I see them going down the river and I think they're gonna, they, they are going to become better partners, maybe than us, because they are still young and they can, they can do some quite good moves in the river. I'm just loving it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, uh, we have that youth, we, youth development. So yeah, we train some young kids as well and uh, yeah, uh, for me, I think uh, where I'm heading now, I want to become now a coach because I think I'm, uh, I'm uh, now I'm 30 years, so I'm getting on. I want to leave it <laughs> to the young generation. So, you know, we want to train more young kids, and really it's because we don't have any woman in this slalom. So, we on this, on, on this development youth, we have some upcoming ladies, right? uh, young generation. They're still in a school, but when they, they, they close the school, we normally have them here and we normally have a program where we normally train them. So yeah, basically looking forward to train more young people, more young generation and women as well. Yeah, so yeah, and see what will happen because we wanna, like the coming, the coming competition, we wanna have more people to be more competitor here as well because the more we have more crabs here, it's good for us. You're gonna be competing each other uh, against each team, and then we're gonna be choosing the best, yeah, that we have. And then, yeah, if we wait for the next competition, which will might be in four years to come, that means I'm I'll be 34 years, so I'll be <laughs> I think I'll be old. No, I I'll never have a kid or some some uh, like young people who are training from now. And then we can take them to that competition rather than for me going there as I'm not leaving it. I'm not giving up. I will still be training, but I want to be training some kids as well. The young generation is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and in terms of kind of where you're going to do that training, do you, do you do most of that training locally on the Tanner and do you have slalom poles and do you have slalom boats for them or are they, they're mainly, are they mainly in kind of smaller Creek boats at the moment? Like, what do you mean? When yeah, do you so, so do you have... Yeah, I got your question. At the moment, okay. they're using creek boats at the moment. This is what they're using at the moment. And uh, when they develop the skills, this is when we take them to slalom. As we say earlier, we don't have a good boat like slalom in a good condition. We're still repairing them and we're hoping we'll get farther than get maybe new boats. So for now, we're treating them with creek boats and then um, we're thinking uh, as we go in time, we'll teach them how to do the slalom. We have a, uh, a course here, but it's not a big course. We have like, I think, six gates that we have for now. This is the course that we normally train with Sami. 
going through the polls. It's not a hard cause, it's just a simple cause. Uh, we've been taking them through the gates, well, sometimes, but yeah. So yeah, we'll teaching them slowly, 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 get them to that point. But, but the Tanner from the looks of photos and, and videos and everything, it looks like it's got some moves on it that are, that are quite similar to some slalom moves just on the river naturally. Yeah. Um, we have some places, but the Tana has, where we normally kayak, it has so many rocks. So sometimes mm, for us, we have tried the slalom kayaks, you know, the fiber boats yeah. coming down and you just take it easy so that you don't break it. So <laughs> with the young, young, young boys and young girls, you can't take them on those maybe grade two, grade three drops. Sometimes they might pin and they can break the boats or this. But with the creek boats, we have taken, like they have done some, some of the big rapids and those, all the, all, all, all the drops. Yeah, we, we, we take easy with the, with the fiber boats when we're teaching kids because we don't want them to break them. So yeah. basically when we're learning the river, so like, like now say, the boys are doing very well. They can learn like almost the whole river. They can do all the drops when the river is medium. So they are doing very well. They're developing their skills. They are running very fast. But we don't want to give them the fiber boats for now because if they hit the rock, they're going to damage the boats. Well, Sunny says. Um, but we're still teaching them some skills and then well, they're still learning on a flat water to do the gate. And I will get time to put the, to get them to the moving water with the straddle. So with the pictures, have you ever seen like the waterfall? We have about eight meter waterfall. Yes. Along yeah. that area, we have a really nice, maybe grade one, grade two. It's grade two. Um, rapids with the slalom, it, th that area is the best to do with the slalom kayaks for sure. We have a stretch about 200 meters, 300 meters. It's really nice. You, uh, we can get a nice course on that. And in terms of, so away from slalom, obviously you two are very active kayakers anyway, and you, you kayak with the, with the youngsters and you kayak on your own. Um, what would be your kind of, obviously you paddle on the Tanner a lot. What would be your kind of your favorite river that you paddle in, in Kenya? What's your kind of, What's your top place to go and paddle local in that you can get to locally? We have we have a river called Diba. We have done it with creek boat. We have two stretches, lower Diba and upper Diba. So I did it in 2018 and it was really nice, big drops and I enjoyed it. I loved it. So it's a different river, but on Tana, where we normally do, I have done it for like many, many, many times. Yeah. And maybe so you like you like the drops. You like to have some air time. <laughs> I like drops and sometimes <laughs> speed moving water. I just love it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody enjoys going down the big waterfall and big drops as well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I think uh, my favorite river is I think North Matiwe. It's very cool river. I think of with grade three, grand, grade four, yeah, grade, yeah, grade three, grade two, and yeah, we've done a, we've done different livers here in Kenya. Uh, yeah, we've done. Uh, I think I've done Matioya, I've done, um, Gura. done Gura. There's another called Gura, not Matioya. 
Mm, yeah, some of them I can. Apatana is Apatana as well, very nice people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I've done Nile as well in Uganda. Okay, so you've been over to over to Uganda. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was that? Yeah. Is that very different to Kenyan kayaking? Ooh, yeah, now it's very <laughs> different to Kenya now. This is, I think that 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 leave out. It was my first time to go to Nile, and I think to be to be fair, I. I swam a lot there. I swam like a lot the first time, yeah. Because yeah, you can see like there's a big drop, but the water is moving very fast and the drops are very huge. You go up. And again, those guys from there, they normally use prey boats a lot. If you're not kind of used with the pro boat, you're going to swim there. Yeah. So my first time I swam like three times. The second line, I was good. It's good, yeah. It's, it's very different from Kenyan River, from the China River. A Kenyan rivers much much narrower and kind of yeah, um, lower sense. volume and rocky. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so you get lots of kind of shoots and and uh, drops and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it's it's kind of a technical river. Is that okay? Yeah, it's technical river because it has a lot of rocks, drops. So you go there, you go that. But now it's just a wide river. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, where you can go, you can take left or right or middle, but yeah very hard to see the drops on nile yeah. Uh, yeah and it's very hard to scout as well it was here in kenya in uh, tana tana river it's very easy to scout it's very easy to see the drops you know it's make decision if you want to walk or not yeah in Nile, uh it didn't say much of where you can scout no i think once you're on you're kind of you're kind of on aren't you um yeah. So you mentioned before that you you two were obviously two, you were two of the three that went to Spain, did you say, or was it just yeah. the two of you from? So you were two of the three. So is is the Tana kind of the the main the main kayaking hotspot in Kenya? Do you think, or do you, are there are there a few other places with quite a big kayaking community? I think the Tana is the main. It's the only. <laughs> So where was the other guy from? Was he was he local to you as well, or was he? Yeah, he's a local guy. But when, like, four, five years ago, he was living around. Then with your mom, they went near the city Nairobi. So when he wants to train, he do come to Sagana. Yeah, he he live he live quite far from where we live. He live in somewhere near Nairobi. So when he's around, that's when that time he normally train with us. Or he, when he want to visit the auntie or the father, that's when he comes here to train with us. Uh, for now, he's not living near where we are. No, that's cool. Um, it looks like a brilliant river, the Tanner. I've been, so obviously I've known, well, we've both known Glenn for nearly 10 years now. He's been out there for, it feels like forever. Um, I'm sure it feels like forever for you now. You've had to put up with him for that long. Um, but we've we've been meaning to get out to Seaglen for for a long time. So hopefully we can. Um, and the Tanner River Festival, the the Tanner River Festival brings a lot of people kind of into the river, doesn't it? And that that's kind of done. Has that changed how people view the Tanner for kayaking? Do you think that's brought more people to the river, or do you think that's kind of uh, slowly building? I think it's retrobe it's building. So when we get like padras from Uganda and all over the world, 
I think everyone do do like it, do like kayaking and they want to join or do all this. Yeah, I think this is uh, this kind of Tana River Festival, having Tana River Festival here. This is, um, I think it brought uh, more attention of people around here. Yeah, because uh, you, you get more people coming to see what people are doing there. And then I think uh, it got us to get these kids as well and have them training here because this is the flop that they saw people coming here, different people coming to, to do Tana River Festival. And then, yeah, people now start liking what we're doing. They start now saying, yeah, this is a good thing, it's a good spot. Yeah, why we should not join it, you know? Yeah, so it's kind of going up now. So it's, it's very good. Definitely bigger, bigger. Yeah, it's, we hope it will go bigger, bigger, bigger. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have plans to travel elsewhere in the world? Obviously, the scene, the paddling scene in Kenya is getting better and better. But do you guys want to travel elsewhere in the world? Do you have anywhere specifically that you would like to travel to go kayaking? Oh, definitely, yes. Whoa. <laughs> I would like to travel, especially I would like to go to Scotland as well. Yeah. Then you get to experience We've had a lot of... <laughs> I'm ready for it now, you know. <laughs> yeah, we know how. <laughs> I'm yeah, not, especially yeah. we normally look on YouTube and we've seen a, a lot of videos on their levers there. And then, yeah, I would like to go on and try them. Yeah, especially I would like to go to Scotland. Yeah, I don't think you're quite ready for the cold water in Scotland. I think at the moment we would see Spain as warm water, Spain. even in March. Yeah, so like Spain at the moment is warm for us. Like it's even colder here. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Spain is Spain is warm water paddling for us, so yeah, bring a woolly jumper. We 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 sometimes have to break the ice in the eddies to get on. Do you do you guys paddle together? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, who is from Scotland? Like it's the guy with the hat. What's what's his name again? Sorry. Grant. Grant. Yeah, Grant. Grant. Okay, so some, at some point it's hard for me to understand your accent, so I would like to come and <laughs> get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think when I come to when I come to like to paddle down the river where you you paddling for like forty five minutes or one hour, we we gotta be fine because we'll we'll, we'll get used of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, with a slalom as well, but you paddle for like. Two minutes or fifteen minutes, you're out and then getting in again. That's 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 where we get cold. But if you're paddling for forty-five minutes or thirty-five minutes, you'll be fine. I yeah. hope we'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. No, there's some there's some brilliant rivers over here. Um, from your from what you've been looking at on YouTube um, and the videos of Scotland, do you think they look similar to the makeup of kind of Kenyan rivers? Yeah, I'll say yes. It's, it's it's more like the same with Kenya Liva, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they do look somehow similar. Yeah, but it's more mountain on the side there. Yeah. <laughs> and more snow <laughs> on those mountains. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should come here, guys, and... Yeah, I would like to paddle with you guys. You rescue yeah. us when yeah. we swim. <laughs> as long as you rescue yeah. us when we swim. <laughs> yeah, if you no. have years, 18 years, I don't think you're swimming anymore. You won't <laughs> <swim>. <laughs> you're surprised. 
Um, yeah, no, I think we would love to come to Kenya. I think if if it wasn't for the the pandemic, we would have come last year, perhaps. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but possibly this year, maybe next year, we we will try and come out. Next time the Tana festivals on, we'll try and we'll try and organise ourselves to get out because that would be really cool. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Then we can yeah. we can get on the river together. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been absolutely awesome to meet you and to chat to you, um, and hear all about your your time in Spain and, and everything. And we'll we'll definitely organise ourselves getting out there, um, and we'll put some we'll put some links out, and we'll keep kind of pushing the stuff that you guys are doing out there. And if there's anything we can we can kind of promote and that we can do to to kind of help you guys out there, just let us know and we'll we'll, we'll see how we can help. Yeah. Thank you oh, so much. Thank, thank you, you so much, guys. Oh, it was yeah. very nice to meet you guys and uh, to have this conversation with you guys. So, yeah, we're so thankful and we say thank you, thank you so much. And take care of yourself. You too. You too, guys. Lovely chatting to you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, really interesting chat with with Sammy and Daniel about their time paddling in Kenya um, and paddling out in Spain and, and competing. So we were chatting to the guys afterwards uh, and about how we can help out. And we're gonna we're gonna look into ways that we can we can support them, whether that's with kind of kit, whether that's with advice, and whether that's with uh, anything else that we can do. So keep your eyes peeled um, on the Paddlemore uh, Facebook page on the Paddlemore community group. And we will uh, be posting stuff in there regularly to see how we can help the guys. Yeah, it'd be really cool to help support those guys and the whole Kenyan slalom scene. Um, yeah, if you still don't know where to find us on social media, we're at Team Paddlemore. Um, we've also got the new community group, as I mentioned. Just search Paddlemore Community. You can join the group and you can have a, a more of a two-way conversation with us in there. Um, don't forget, we've also got our YouTube page and uh, just search Paddlemore and you can also find us on patreon.com forward slash Paddlemore. And if you want to find out a bit more about paddling out in Kenya, um, go on to Facebook and search for the Tanner River Festival. We'll put links and everything into the show notes. Um, and that's the that's the kayaking festival that they host uh, yearly, pandemic allowing. Um, and search for Savage Wilderness. That's the company that uh, Sammy and Daniel both work for. Brilliant. We'll see you all next week. See you next week. Thank you.